It is 1021. Welcome back on this Monday. We've got Natalie Rodriguez with a trending story. Hey, Natalie. Hey there, Brian. Another sign of the times, the 48th annual Sun and Fun Aerospace Expo, if you're going to be in the Lakeland area, is kicking off tomorrow through Sunday. The event will feature performance by the U.S. Air Force Thunderbird, so it's pretty cool. Okay, I was holding my breath when you said sign of the times. I thought, I was like, oh no, back to normalcy, yes. back to the return of events. Yeah, no, that's good. It went that way. Yes, yes, that way. Not the <laughs> other way. Like, I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me. And, and I was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of which, that was kind of the situation last week, right? With a record-setting space mission, the 355-day tour of NASA astronaut Mark Van Hine. He returned, and there were a lot of tense discussions in recent months leading up to the successful conclusion of that mission because of the involvement, the cooperation with Russians. And would the Ukraine war situation and the fallout, would that impact the space program? I'm here to talk about that. A bit more perspective on all this is Homer Hickam. Not only is Homer a former NASA engineer, but also an author, including the bestseller, Rocket Boys, Don't Blow Yourself Up. Homer, great to talk with you. Hey, good morning, Brian. How you doing? Doing really well. Doing really well. And, and I'm hoping for more good news here. I, I can't imagine how challenged of a situation it must be for folks that are working within our space program, uh, you know, and, and trying to navigate the geopolitical you know, waters with, with Russia. But what's your read on the current situation and, and how do you think it, it goes from here? Well, in terms of the uh, the NASA folks who um, work with the Russians on the International Space Station, most of them are at the, let's say, the, the technocrat level. They have a job to do, and that is to operate the International Space Station uh, safely, and they will continue uh, to do that. Um, and uh, that's, that includes right up to Bill Nelson, who uh, is the NASA administrator. So they're just doing their jobs right now and uh, trying to stay out of the politics. But I don't think they're going to be able to do it um, in the short run. There are so many differences between you know the level of involvement we have with Russia and the ISS and you know other various missions that are carried out relative to say a SpaceX, but. Uh, how important is it that we've had, you know, the the private sector step up over the past decade the way they have to help innovation? And, and can that help offset whatever maybe isn't feasible going forward because of bigger concerns? Well, you know, Elon uh, Musk and SpaceX has really saved our lunch here um, by stepping up and creating the Falcon 9 and the uh, Dragon uh, uh, space capsule. And it's also a cargo carrier. Basically, Elon has uh, allowed us to, um, if we want to, to invite the Russians off the International Space Station and for us to continue to be able to uh, support it. Uh, so, but however, this is not, again, this is not up to NASA. NASA is at a different working, it's, they're at a working level. Uh, who this is really up to is, uh, goes right on up to uh, the vice president level. Uh, she is in charge of the National Space Council. And uh, those are the big dogs in space. Uh, NASA's really kind of tiny when you when you get right down to it. Um, the big dogs are the Department of Commerce, Department of State, Department of Transportation, Department of Defense. 
And with the atrocities going on over in Ukraine right now, the optics of us continuing to just operate normally on the International Space Station is really, really not good. So, uh, however, we do have a treaty, treaty level memo of understanding between uh, the United States, uh, Europe, uh, Japan, and Russia for the operation of the International Space Station. So this needs to be bumped up to the vice presidential level, to the National Space Council level. Uh, I believe that she needs to call the National Space Council together and our international uh, space station partners other than Russia and uh, at least um, send a shot across their bow and say, um, we, uh, we really dislike what you're doing, and if you want to leave, don't let, us, uh, don't let us get in your way and don't let the hatch hit you in the back as you go out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Um, that's, that's great perspective. Hey, just as an aside, you know, I've been uh, you know, blessed to, to speak with many astronauts over the years, some of the uh, current NASA scientists and the like, and, uh, but from an engineering perspective... What's it like for you, and, and how much pressure is there on you when one of your uh, one of your projects is getting ready to launch? Well, uh, I trained the first Japanese astronaut, so uh, I spent uh, almost uh, three years in Japan uh, doing that, preparing them for the uh, uh, the first uh, Space Lab uh, J mission. So um, everything really needs to work perfectly. You spend a lot of time and a lot of money. You get to know everybody up and down uh, the line. Uh, from the astronauts to the uh, technicians that are building the experiments and the scientists involved and everything. So you really, really want everything to go well, and you certainly spend a lot of time and a lot of your career uh, doing it. So uh, there's there's pressure there to always to succeed, and for the most part, uh, the our, our NASA missions have been quite successful, and it's because of the hard work with the people down in the trenches uh, doing it. Well, that... Uh that is really well said, but I have no doubt that it has a lot to do with people like you who actually knew how to make this happen, <laughs> which is, is so far beyond uh, my realm of understanding. I'm just grateful there are folks like you who, who get this. Um, Homer, real pleasure. Thank you for taking the time with us. Well, thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Homer Hickman, again, he's a uh, retired NASA engineer and also author. He has numerous books out there, including the, uh, the bestseller, Rocket Boys, Don't Blow Yourself Up. Now... Hunter Biden talked about this at length on Friday, and I went back and actually recapped a lot of my coverage from October 9th of 2019 when we were unpacking what the New York Times and the Washington Post have just admitted to. We're talking about what's happened here over the weekend on this story next on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.